Good evening, everyone out there listening. Welcome to this evening's class in Croquis. We're going to do it from home, which is a new thing for me. I'm going to be your guide, your instructor, uh, your teacher, uh, Brandon Shell, here from Epsilon. I do have experience life drawing. I was a visual artist for a long time and had my own studio uh, in New York and often invited a model to draw from. So I'm going to be obviously more talkative than I normally would be because this is radio. Um, and I'm probably going to give more instruction than you would normally get in a traditional um, post outside of college uh, life drawing class. Um, typically, what you would find in a life drawing class or a croquis class here at Epsilon or wherever is just some general guidelines about the structure and not so much um, in the way of teaching. Um, I've been a part of both through my art education and also uh, outside of school going to different um, life drawing classes, the same as we have here at Epsilon in New York. And at there was a short time in New York where I also hosted a life drawing class. And I'm just going to share with you guys, um, hopefully for a long t tonight and going forward, um, some tips, uh, some structure to um, what it's like to be at a life drawing class. And I hope that uh, this is participatory. So I hope that from home, um, you will join me um, on this journey. I hope that you will learn some things from me. I hope that it will make it easier to join a life drawing class in the future. And for those of you who are already familiar uh, with life drawing or croquis, I hope that it will keep the wheels moving, um, keep your practice fresh. And with that, I guess we can start with... Uh, the structure, actually, let me back up a bit. Uh, this is Epsilon Radio. Um, and uh, we are interested in alternative programming, new programming, uh, hearing from you guys. It is, um, we would rather uh, have you guys speak through the radio than us speaking out from the house all the time, if that makes sense. Uh, currently, I am in Epsilon, if I didn't already mention that. Um, so I wanted to, the entire class is going to be one hour. And if you'll notice, we started 10 minutes early. And this 10 minutes is to give you time from home to set up. So of course, you need uh, a model, a nude model, preferably. If you are going to be the model and the seer or the drawer or the painter, uh, I'm talk, uh, you can take both of my instructions. Um, so if you're going to be both, you should probably find a mirror and place yourself in front of that mirror. And you want to place yourself comfortably. So if you're the model, um, if you're the... If you're the drawer 
and or the seer and you are getting your model ready, you want to make sure that they are comfortable. Um, the most overlooked thing is that it is cold for them um, being nude. So you probably want to place them near a heat source um, because you think it's not cold, but you you have clothes on and they don't. So you want to you want to place them uh, near a heat source. You if you can, if you have the capability uh, from your home, you want to uh, get them off the ground, if that makes sense. So give them a platform. This will help you uh, see them fully better. And it will also help keep their feet from getting too cold. So um, you can go ahead and do that now. Um, get them ready, get them warm, get them comfortable. If it's you, again, do the same for yourself. Uh, place yourself in front of the mirror. Uh, figure out where you are sitting. And then uh, once you've done that, um, you can do it as I talk about the next thing. You don't have to do it exactly as I say it. You want to find a light source. And uh, typically the source of light in the room coming from above is not the best light. And that's not because it's not flattering. It's just because you really need shadow, especially if you are at the beginning and you are not as familiar with uh, life drawing. What you really, really crave and what you need is shadow. So the without putting it in their eyes, directly in their eyes or your eyes, again, if you're the model, you want to find a light source, a lamp, a reading lamp, and point it uh, on them 45 degrees, not directly in front. Uh, you don't want to blind them. Uh, so either take the left side of them, the right side of them. Behind, I also want to suggest because then the light is going to shine into your eyes as you are in front of them. So uh, take the second now to find a light source in the room. Once you've done that, we're going to take breaks throughout the course or throughout the hour. So make sure that you have a blanket or a robe handy or around for them. Um, and again, if you're going to be the model and the drawer for yourself uh, so that you stay warm and cozy in between the posing. Um, I thought about it a lot um, and I don't think I'm going to play music through this episode. Uh, we'll see how it goes as we go along, if we continue to do it this way. Um, so if you want music, what you can do is I will talk. You can keep me on and maybe separately in iTunes or Spotify, you can play music lower. Uh, than the volume of my voice. So if I'm on the computer, I guess you can open up another window if you want music and play it a bit lower at a lower volume. And if you want, uh, or on your phone, if I'm on the phone, the same, uh, open up the computer and play something at a lower volume. This is going to be, when I'm not talking, I guess it will be white noise. And for some people, they like um, drawing or illustrating in silence. I know for myself, uh, I can go both ways. I think most of the time 
I quite liked the sound of the, I, when I was doing it in my studio in New York, I, it was really cold and I had a space heater and this space heater was very loud and had a loud fan and that loud fan made a white noise in the room. Uh, and I, I enjoyed that sound. Uh, I enjoyed everything in the room kind of being frozen, this model being frozen in front of me, this, uh, loud, this fan that was so loud that it became a non-noise, uh, if that makes sense. So figure out what you want to hear. Um, you should by now have the model set up. And what we're going to begin with is what you typically begin with in a life drawing course, with, which is some warm-up poses. Uh, and those warm-up poses uh, are a minute apiece. So I will come up with some type of sound or some way to let you and the model know to switch. Uh, keep in mind you are home and, and there's no teacher there. I'm not a teacher. Uh, I'm just instructing, overseeing. And if you want to ignore the bell or whatever sound I find, uh, you can. And you can just go through and keep drawing. Um, but typically, uh, so we got in one minute, we're going to start with one ten one-minute poses. So we're going to do 10 one-minute poses in in about a minute's time. So get ready, get your paper ready, get your pens ready. Um, and we're going to begin soon. So right now your model should be slowly getting into their first pose. You have your paper and your pen or whatever medium you're going to use in front of you. And I'll talk you through it and give you some advice. And so starting now, I'll be counting uh, one minute at a time. So starting now. So because these are one minute poses and the reason you do these one minute poses is they are stretches. So if you imagine if you take an aerobics class or any type of active um, class, you need to stretch out. So the one minute poses are for the model to figure out the limits of their stretching. So if you're the model, maybe reach all the way up in the air, maybe reach out all the way to the side and then freeze uh, in these poses. You, you have 10 so you can figure out what to do. And we're coming up on uh, 10 seconds to go of the first pose. Okay, so on my mark, we're going to switch poses model. And now. There's also the theory that some people prefer continuous movement through the, through the first part of a life drawing class. Um, so if you want to do it that way, I can suggest that you kind of go through a yoga routine or some pseudo uh, aerobics routine, again, in slow motion, so that the uh, drawer or the seer has time to keep up with you. And if you're the drawer, um, or the seer, what you what you should do be doing is also stretching your materials at this point. So if you're using a pencil, just quickly 
Okay, so that's the end of the second pose. So you can switch again model. So if you're the drawer or the seer, see the limits of your material. So if you have, if you're using pencil, I want you to try pressing it as lightly as you can on the paper. Uh, if you have uh, a marker, I want you to lightly, try lightly drawing with it. And uh, then I want you to try drawing very hard with it. So draw the edges that you see uh, lightly and then hard. And this will come in handy when we get to the longer poses. And uh, I'll go further into that a bit later as we come up on the end of our third pose. Okay, and five, four, three, two, one, and switch model. So also a good idea is to figure out if the model is floating in space. And what I mean by that, are they, are they the, are they the only uh, object on the page? Is there a blanket behind them? Is the lamp that's providing the light very interesting to draw? Is, it's also sometimes nice to get some perspective. So find the corner of the room. And at what angle is that? Is that 30 degrees to the corner of the room? And where does the corner of the room meet uh, their head or their body? Three, two, one, and switch model. Where does the, if you have a wood floor, where, where do the planks of the wood floor meet the platform? Where do the planks of this floor meet them? Is it at the ankle? Is it at the knee? Is it, um, I guess what I'm getting at is it's, it's not at the bottom of their feet. Uh, typically in the representational drawing, you know, you draw the person, you draw their feet, and then there's a line underneath their feet. They're always standing uh, specifically on the edge of the floor. And uh, that's good for representational art, but this is life drawing, and I want you to challenge yourself. And we're coming to the end of the next pose. And two, one, model switch. Um, we're, as I said, or as I begin to say, we are doing life drawing and we're drawing from life. So we don't have to do things that we've been taught. The, the point of life drawing is to learn how to draw, to learn how to see. Um, so that's what we want to concentrate on while we're doing this class. Also, what you'll begin to notice is you would like to draw shadows. Um, there aren't really any hard lines in, in most times when you're drawing from life. There's perspective, there's shading, there's blurry 
things that aren't lines. And model, you can switch again. Model, we have four more one minute poses and then we're gonna have a five minute break. And I guess I can go into what I'm getting at more on our break. Um, also, don't worry if you're the drawer or the seer, don't worry about getting everything done. The point of these first uh, minute drawings, one minute drawings, is not to have a finished uh, drawing at the end. The point is to get your mind working and to get uh, the left side of your brain working. In fact, I would suggest that you just really quickly uh, smack yourself on the left side of your face <laughs> to get that side of your brain working, to get that side of your uh, energy flowing uh, and model switch. So three more poses to go model. Um, and I mean, that's pseudoscience. That's not real science. But just to get you to start to think, the point is just to begin to think about uh, the creative side of your mind. Um, of course, you don't do that by uh, smacking yourself on the left side of your face, but it does help you to at least begin to think, to turn off uh, the day, to turn off uh, what you've done today, to turn off a bit and focus on what you're doing. Um, so that's my suggestion. Also, model, we have, we're going to move into these last two poses and I want you to really do something hard. I want you to do something that's difficult to do. Um, if you're standing, I don't want any Superman poses. So now move into the next pose. Um, I don't want any Superman poses. Superman poses don't really help the drawer and they don't really do anything. So nobody should be standing there, uh, legs at shoulder width, both hands on their hip, uh, kind of looking up into one corner of the room. Um, it's not very interesting for the seer. Um, it makes it a bit too easy for them. Um, yeah, I, if you want to, you can, of course. Uh, I'm just a man in a radio uh, right now or on, on a website, so I can't really enforce this. But uh, do yourself a favor and take the one-minute poses and try to do as many extraordinary motions as you can. And we're going to move into the last one in uh, two, one, and go. So this is going to be the last uh, one-minute quick pose before the break. We've got a bit of noise pollution here at Epsilon. I think they're using this time to work on some things uh, upstairs. I don't know if it's coming through, but if it is, I apologize. Uh, but also, you get a little behind the scenes, BTS of what it's like to be in a in a <laughs> in this large space through the holidays by yourself. It's been fun. Uh, it's been a lot of work for us, and we but we are overall extremely excited uh, to be doing this. This is something I've wanted to do here for a while. Um, so ten more seconds, and then a break for the model, and a break for the the person drawing. 
three, two, one. Okay, and uh, so now we're gonna have a five minute break. Uh, and you can use this break. First of all, you should, first thing you should do, uh, you should get the model warm. Uh, that robe or that blanket that I told you to put on the side, you can give them that. Uh, they can sit on the heater, next to the heater. Give them some tea if you had. I didn't. Uh, I didn't tell you to make any tea, but if you have it, whatever you can do to keep them warm. If you're the model, keep yourself warm. Um, five minutes is a long time. You can get a lot done in five minutes. Um, and if not, I want you guys to start thinking about. You may have during those first poses ran out of paper, and what I mean by that is you may have drawn the head too big, and then you couldn't get to the feet, and then you. Uh, truncated the shoulders or just to fit it fit the person on the page so now you have a reference um, okay the head needs to be smaller so that I can get to the feet or maybe next time I start with the feet and go up or maybe I drew the feet too small um, maybe the shoulders were too big maybe I lost their neck all of these things are things that you can think about. You can also think about the positive things you've done, the uh, constructive things you've done. Um, oh, I really got the neck in that one. I really uh, found the shoulder blade in that one. Um, I really concentrated on the in the on the uh, belly button. Um, often, sometimes people's uh, if they're not the uh, if they are a bit bigger uh you can um their belly button will kind of lead into their ribs in a specific way um their hip bone uh will sit a specific way over their thigh so uh think about these things uh, as we go into the longer poses the next ones we're going to do are going to be for five minute poses so think about those things Think about the knees. The knees, in most estimations, do not run parallel, okay? The knees are usually off-kilted, uh, the same way that the feet don't sit directly on the floor. The knees don't either. Uh, the shoulders are not usually straight across. One typically dips lower than the other. Uh, sometimes, depending on the angle, uh, you may lose the neck. Um, so think about these things. Um, in the meantime, adjust the light um, while they're getting warmed up. Go get yourself some water. Uh, sharpen your pencils. Um, find some color. And I'm going to talk a bit less, hopefully, in the, <laughs> in the next uh, poses. Um, and I'll let you know uh, when to begin again. Also, be aware. Uh, so I mentioned that I would come back to it. Typically, use the pencil in one way or the pen or whatever it is. It's it's one uh, line of the same consistency. And we try to find the edges of the person's body. Right? That's how we've been taught to draw. But what we can also do, and this is the point of in the beginning telling you to figure out how thick the line can be, is because maybe on the side 
of the body that is not the light source, so opposite the light, I'm pretty sure uh, there should be no distinct line, almost as if their body fades away into the wall in the background or into the curtain that's covering the window or into the door uh, that goes to the hallway. So let it fade. Let it let it fade. Um, let it fade. I'm sure that some of you didn't use an eraser uh, during that last one because you didn't have time. And that's also intentional. Um, and we're going to, in 20 seconds, we're, so you can get the model ready again. And model, you're going to do uh, four five-minute poses in 10 seconds. Uh, so think about what you want to do, model. Like, how do you want to stand? Uh, what is asleep? What fell asleep? What part of your body fell asleep during that last 10-minute um, exercise? And avoid that. Okay, and model and... You should be set up now and freeze. Um, model, also be aware of your hands. Um, don't hide them. And uh, draw or see it. Don't ask them to hide their hands behind their back. Uh, typically, don't be afraid of the hands and don't be afraid of the feet. None of us can draw them. Uh, I'm horrible at drawing them. I've been doing this for years. I still can't draw them. They're very, they're definitely a point of contention. Um, they're definitely a point of emphasis. Um, even if you go back to traditional uh, realism drawings, whether that be during the Renaissance or the uh, 19th century, a lot of times the hands is how you tell uh, if the painter was a master. So for instance, a Rem Rembrandt, for instance, uh, Rembrandt did not draw the entire drawing. Um, his apprentices did. So he only drew the hands. He only drew the person's face, the hard part. So all the folds in the the folds in the clothing and the the backgrounds, the the apprentice did because the 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 thing that your bread and butter was your hands. So if you can't draw hands, don't worry. Um, none of us can. Uh, very few people can, and that's why often um, a lot of painters or illustrators will hide, put them in the pocket. Um, they will put them behind the head um, or they, yeah, I mean, those are the two easiest, the most frequent ways you see people hide hands. Uh, so be aware of that. You're not alone in that. Um, don't concentrate on that right now. I'd rather you guys concentrate on the form and the shape that the uh, body is making. Um, the hands come down the road. They need a bit more time. In five minutes, probably not. Uh, you probably can't get a good hand in five minutes. So take this time to uh, focus on other things. Um, focus on the shadows. Um, a lot of times, especially if you're drawing in black and white, that's all you're drawing is shadow. Um, you're not drawing the person. You're drawing the 
what's left from the person. So there's deductive and additive. If you think about math, you're not doing one plus one or you're not doing one plus three equals four. You're doing one plus X equals four. Okay, so if that makes sense, if you're a math nerd, I at some point in my life was good at it and I'm, I'm not anymore. Uh, <laughs> so you're doing deductive reasoning when you're doing, um, when you're drawing. Some additive as well, but um, you're thinking about relations, relations and spatial awareness. That's, that's the exercise of life drawing, spatial awareness. Okay, so I'll slowly uh, begin trailing off and talking less, and I've given you some tools to use through the longer segments of our time together. Um, model, we are entering the last minute of the first of the five-minute poses. Um, so if you are, if you picked a bad pose and you can't feel, <laughs> if you can't feel your bicep, you just count to uh, 30 um, and uh, make sure you don't pick the same position again. We've lost the noise pollution, so there's no more drilling upstairs, so that's nice for me. I'm just sitting in a quiet room, um, probably the same as you, um, except for your model and yourself and your music and whatever noise the heat is making or the light. Okay, model, so let's move into the next of the five-minute poses. And, and model, uh, don't give me mirror poses. So don't give me Superman poses and also don't give me mirror poses. So if you were holding, if your left leg was straight and your hand was on your hip on the left side, don't uh, switch your weight to the right side. Don't make your right leg straight and put your right hand on your hip. It, I mean, if, if I can uh, flip... If I can draw on a see-through piece of paper and flip the paper over and have the same pose, uh, that's uh, that doesn't really help your uh, drawer or seer. Um, so avoid doing that. I also just realized that I don't really need a bell. Um, I initially thought I would need some type of bell to indicate the next pose, but um, I can just as easily tell you when to move. Um, and again, you can um, ignore my switch. Uh, if, if you're a novice, uh, especially for the model, I would suggest that you don't. I would suggest that you switch and take the breaks when um when i say because 
it is hard to stay in one position for a long time. And it is a common misconception that it's easy and it's not. And we thank you. I thank you for doing this for the drawer or I thank you for if you're the if you're doing both and you're in front of a mirror, thank yourself um, for doing it. It's, it's rough. Uh, it takes uh, a certain level of meditation and it surprisingly takes a lot of concentration. I'm just going to adjust my microphone quick. So if you hear the microphone, it's just uh, me trying to adjust. Okay, and, and we're done there. Okay, we're moving in. Uh, we've got two minutes. Uh, left on our second five-minute pose. If anybody, if anybody finds this show by accident, they're going to be very confused. They're going to be very confused. Um, and to that person, I say, join us. Um, join us. Join us, join us. I cannot express it enough uh, how much I believe we need community and uh, physical contact and social contact in this ridic ridiculously crazy uh, time um, and distraction. So I hope, if nothing else, uh, this class is a distraction from anything that is anything at all that you need a distraction from. Um, and I hope it provides some peace and some solace and uh, knowing that we out here in the radio world are with you um, going through it as well. Okay, so model um, 30 seconds. Uh, just hold this one for 30 seconds and then we're going to switch. Um, you're also welcome to use a seat. Um, just be cautious that you don't just sit, um, do something interesting. Uh, the easiest thing is always to just find your uh, bow, as they say in German. So as you guys know, uh, or may not know uh, the word in German for the base or uh, bow is all is the word for your stomach, but it's also the base word for a building and it's basically your base. So what you can always do as a model, if you need to think about a pose is just think first about, don't worry about your hands or your legs, just move your base, that space between your hips and your chest. Just start twisting it and shifting it from side to side and your legs and arms will take care of themselves. Um, by the same token, if you're not already and you need a, a bit of a break, um, you can sit down. Um, 
but maybe find an interesting chair. Um, and maybe then you can really start to use your arms. Uh, if, if the chair has arms, you can use your arms on that chair to get some interesting shapes and poses. Um, also, for the drawer or the seer, it may be interesting to move in the room. Maybe the model doesn't move. Maybe you move. Um, if your construction or your seating position is uh, not too convoluted to move, uh, maybe you can go to the opposite side of them. Again, don't place yourself uh, directly in front of the light source. Um, you always want to be to the left or the right of it. Um, you don't want to go blind or, or start seeing spots. I don't want any, any emails um, about you guys seeing spots. And again, guys, remember, you're seeing correctly. We have been taught uh, to draw from in representation, not in actual actuality. So if you're seated, seated in a position and you can't see, the person only has three fingers for some reason because of the way their hand is on their chest then they only have three fingers and it's going to look weird on your piece of paper and it's going to look like you amputated the, those two fingers. But if that's all you can see, the worst thing you can do is start to move uh, and, and uh, skew the reality. Um, I, I also, I may or may not have mentioned, I think I failed to mention, if you are the illustrator or the drawer or the seer, it's important that you don't begin to shift your head back and forth. So in other words, if they are standing in front of you and you have started in a position and you're drawing them, don't, uh, don't lean forward. Don't lean back. Don't tilt to the left. Don't tilt to the right. Because this is going to change the shape of their body and you're going to start to get some weird lines and you're not going to be able to figure out why uh, they're moving and it may not be them moving it may be you uh, not staying still not staying still okay model you've got one minute uh, until the next pose. So I can suggest if you are the drawer to keep a reference point of where you're looking at the model from. So try to, if it's my chin was here, try to make sure your chin was there. Make sure that your head is not tilting uh, left or right. That's a classic one. That's what I, I often do is as I 
get more comfortable or I get more tired and the poses start to go and my head starts to lean to the left. So if you didn't start with your head leaned to the left, don't do it now until the next pose. If you want to start the next pose with your head leaned to the left, which actually is starting now, so model can switch. And if, and if you want to keep your head leaned to the left, you're more than welcome to. Um, but then it has to stay there. It has to stay lean to the left uh, for the next five minutes while you draw. I'll just talk every once in a while so that you don't think you've lost the signal. I'm still here. Uh, I'm still at Epsilon. I'm still here with you. Um, I think the empty air is nice. Um, and it allows you um, some time t for your mind to wander. So your head shouldn't wander. The models shouldn't wander. But your thoughts can wander. It's important that your thoughts wander because that's what makes you different. I mean, what you're ending up with on paper is an interpreta your interpretation of reality. That's all you can do is interpret the reality that's in front of you and put it on paper. And I'm just a shaman. <laughs> I'm not a shaman, um, trying to help you get there. And I think it's, this first one is about unteaching. You know, we are taught representational art. You know, a face is two dots, a nose is a dot, and a smile is a upside down you or a parentheses. And that is a face and we all understand that but uh but that's not the actual reality that's what we use to communicate that's we use language to communicate but uh that's not what life drawing is for and there's nothing wrong with the other thing the other thing is how we get things done um but this class, I don't want you just getting things done. You do that all day. Just be lost. If you can hear my chair, I apologize. I'm just moving around myself. Okay, model, we are coming up on just under a minute and a half before our next break.
Okay, one minute to go model. Also model, it can help sometimes if you take some breaths through the nose and concentrate on your breathing the same as you would in a yoga class. Uh, I use yoga as a reference, not because I do it a lot, but it does, if yoga does nothing else, it does focus on the breathing. Um, and it is a reference for a lot of people that have done it. Um, so yeah, just focus on your breathing. Um, you don't necessarily have to breathe deeply, but just concentrate on your breathing. And two, one, and break. So if you've made it this far, congratulations. Uh, and I thank you for joining me. We're not there yet. Uh, we're going to go into, we're going to take a break and we're going to go into two 10-minute uh, poses or uh, you can just stay in the same pose for um, the duration of the course or the class or the exercise. Um, after this. So if you're a novice model at this point, you probably need a, an actual uh, easy pose so you can sit down as you want. Um, you can lay down as you want. If, uh, if you are the drawer and this is what the model is going to do ne next, um, be sure to adjust your light source accordingly. Again, this is the point where you should be keeping them warm, so they should be in a robe or in a blanket with some tea sitting sitting on top of the heater, uh, putting their shoes on, putting some warm socks on, um, because the next stretch is a long one, and it's the last one. Um, often, sometimes, in my experience, the model falls asleep in this last pose. Uh, <laughs> um... And that can be okay sometimes because, you know, a body at rest typically moves less. Um, at other times, obviously, that's not the case because they begin to nod off uh, and they, they move. Um, but these last poses is where you can... Uh, get really into some good shading and get really into hands and feet, the things you've been avoiding all class. Uh, hair. Where's their hair? Where are their scars? Mm. Are their tattoos visible? Um, I'm sure you've already gotten into their hair. Is their hair up? Is it down? I think if the hair is up, maybe they take it down. I think hair is a good reference um, spatially to find other parts of the body. If, if the hair is uh, behind the shoulders, sometimes it helps you find that the trap a bit better. It helps you find the shoulder blade a bit better. If it's um, 
if it's over their shoulder, if they're they're bent over, sometimes the hair hangs down and it, and it kind of points and leads you to the to the elbow and then to the hand. Um, also, if they're bald, I mean, sometimes it's just nice to have that kind of awkward. I don't, it's, I don't even know the shape, but I mean, it's usually not round. I'll tell you that. Um, maybe their hairline uh, invites you to find the eyes. Typically, the eyes are not in the center of the head. Uh, excuse me, not at the top of the head, as we're taught in grade school. The eyes are in the center of the head. So if you were to draw a circle and, and uh, you know, cut out the cheekbones more or less, and where to draw a line, you're going to find the, eye, the, the eyes in the center of the skull visually. Um, so think about those things. Okay, and the break is almost over. And uh, think about the things I've said. And think about what which ones you want to take into the next two poses. Um, maybe you want to start a new piece of paper. Maybe you've been drawing on the same piece of paper. Maybe you want to uh, draw over something else. I wouldn't suggest doing that, but um, yeah. So in 15 seconds, model. And five. And move into our last pose. Or oh, excuse me, our last section of poses. There's going to be two. Uh, you can take the two of them straight through and have one 20 minute pose. I think if you guys are using more than pencil and pen uh, and you're using markers or watercolors, I think it's a good idea to. Take both 10 minutes together. If you are using uh, pen and pencil and you're like me and you just want to get the gesture and a bit of shadow and a bit of cross hatching and a bit of shade, I think two 10 minute poses will suffice. Um, I've always uh, been on the side of the shorter poses. I'm a bit lazy and quick and I guess not lazy, but I just like quick energy um, when I when I'm. Uh, drawing. Um, I've never been one for meticulously um, drawing a knee, for instance, or anything like that. Um, so I've always pre preferred um, shorter poses. So uh, as I've said in the beginning of the show, I think uh, this is something that can work uh, on a radio channel, uh, as long as you guys are willing to participate. And if you thought it was interesting, um, you liked it, 
Um, don't just let your friends know. Obviously, let them know. But most importantly, let us know. You can contact us at um, through email. Radio at epsilonCPH.dk and send us an email and just say, keep the drawing class. I liked it. That simple. Um, also, if you have suggestions about how to do this program or any other any of our other programs, feel free to contact us through the same channel. We also have a number um, that I don't have in front of me this exact second that you can text or send an SMS to. If you give me one second and ignore the noise of my movement, I can find the number for you. Okay, so I've got that number for you guys now. Uh, plus 45, 5023-8602. Uh, I personally would love to hear from you. I'm, for the last week, talking to the walls of, the, of Epsilon, talking to the walls of the church, talking to the walls in general. Um... And it helps to think that somebody is out there listening on the other side of the wall, hearing it um, in quarantine or in another country somewhere where it's warm and there's some daylight, um, if I'm being biased. So we're coming up on five minutes in. Um, so if you're going to do both of the 10 minute poses together, you've got 15 minutes to bay to go. And if you are going to switch, uh, model again, don't, uh, don't sh just shift your weight to the other side. So if you're laying on your side and your hand is holding up your head, don't just, uh, turn to the other side and put your hand on your head. Okay. Um, and depending on how close you are to the model, if this is somebody that you know well, uh, maybe uh, you can get even even more um, better angles uh, by standing over the model. If you don't know the model, I strongly suggest that you don't do that. I mean, I think there's nothing. I, I, I don't like the idea of you want to make sure that the model's comfortable. Um, and if you don't know them well enough, uh, don't do these things and you should also outside of this radio um, broadcast uh, avoid from uh, 
making compliments or commenting on the model's body uh, to someone else in the room or to the model themselves. I think uh, they are in a very uh, vulnerable position um, being naked in front of you. Uh, And uh, yeah, just give them a bit of boundary. So there's a a boundary there that uh, we can't see and it's uh, it's necessary for some of the models. Um, And if it's if it's not, they'll let you know Uh, if they don't if they mind they are in control. Um, Let them come to you. Um, I can also quickly, um, I'm trying to anticipate maybe some, some thoughts or some uh, critiques or some um, biases about life drawing. Um, and I know that often sometimes we think, well, you can just draw somebody with their clothes on and, and is it, and it's basically the same thing. And that is not completely true. Um, I think that uh, if you remember me mentioning this thing about hard lines and and straight lines and the edges and contours of the body, it is, um, they don't melt into the background when the person has clothes on. You do get a hard edge. Um, You do get a a silhouette uh, more often than not when the person has clothes on. Um, It, it also is not as interesting. It's a bit easier because all you have to do is get to the neckline and then you get this break. You get this break that is a blouse or you get this break that's a t-shirt. And the uh, benefit or the interesting thing about not having that break is you actually have to find uh, quite literally the line from their neck to their wrist without this, the benefit of, 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 of the clothing doing it for you. Um, so navigating that is the interesting part. So if you are doing two 10 minute poses, uh, you're coming up on 10 seconds before you switch or actually Oh no, I've counted wrong. Okay, so you can go ahead and switch now. Actually, I'm sorry guys. I've shorted you one uh, one minute. Okay, so if, if you've switched, you have um, 11 minutes for this last pose. If you didn't switch, I'll let you know when you should switch to have two equal 10 minute poses. And if you are going to do one 20 minute pose, what I'm saying is irrelevant. So in now in 10 seconds, you can switch three, two, 
one, take one last breath, and okay, we're moving into the last pose. Um, yeah, I mean, I've said it already. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening to Epsilon Radio. Thank you for listening. And um, we will repeat this show on Friday. And hopefully we will continue with it uh, through the new year. And hopefully, if you haven't already, it will convince you or at least give you some insight of what it is like to take a life drawing class at Epsilon or wherever you are in the world, wherever they have them. And maybe it gave you a break from watching Netflix or scrolling through Instagram. Maybe it gave you a bit more resources. Maybe it gave you a bit of break. Maybe it helped you breathe a bit easier. Maybe it was a nice pre-dinner thing. Uh, Maybe it was a nice thing to get ready for bed. Um, I enjoyed it, if, if anybody cares. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess I can quickly say what else we have coming up on the radio. Um, this evening, if you're listening to this, t- to this live on Wednesday, we will have, I made a hip hop, light hip hop playlist um, that will air tonight. Um, I'm also, I've also done some eccentric Christmas music playlist because it is the holidays and um, those will be re-airing throughout uh, until the end of the year. Um, Alex, who also, Alexander, who also works on the radio uh, with me from Epsilon has done a Christmas calendar in three parts with music from one of our other co-workers. So you can look out for that. A new one airs every Monday and we were able to also begin to archive it on Spotify. And hopefully we will be able to archive some of our other shows and you can listen to them there if you miss it. Um, so if you want to let them build up and you want to binge watch them later, you are welcome to do so. But if you are waiting for them to build up, and you're going to binge watch them later, please, um, please do. Um, don't wait and wait and wait, and then we'll be gone. It's important to engage. Engage with the things you like. If you have a favorite restaurant, engage with that favorite restaurant. If you have a favorite podcast, listen to that podcast. Even if it's just in the background, you don't have to wait till you have full attention all the time. You don't have to wait till you can give it your full attention. Even now, as we're doing this life drawing class, you don't have to wait until you buy pencils. You don't have to wait until you get the right pens. Uh, you don't have to wait to the right time to do these things. You can passively participate and you can actively participate. And... Uh, I will not be offended if you passively participate with any part of this show or any programming that we have um, on Epsilon Radio. 
I will not be offended. So as we close in on the end of the show, you can also begin to think about if you are going to share your drawings with uh, anyone, even yourself. I know for me, uh, I make a lot of radio. I've been doing podcasts and actually once I produce them and I put them up, I never listen to them again. Um, I don't know why. It's not intentional. Um, but I don't, uh, and you can do the same thing with your drawings. If you just want to, when this is over, if you just want to close that book and put it back on the shelf or fold that piece of paper in, in half and put it under the mattress, you can. And also if you want to put it on the refrigerator, if you want to go to the frame shop and give it away as a gift, do that too. I mean, if you do the last one, you're going to find out who your real friends are. Because anybody that hangs your art on their wall is a good friend. Not because it's bad or good, just trust me, they're a good friend. So any of my friends that have one of my old sketches or something hanging on their wall or in their house somewhere, I thank you for it. I appreciate it. And you are far, 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 far too kind. Because in retrospect... Hindsight is twenty twenty, and I don't know that they are that good. I, I may have thought they were that good at the time. But, uh, yeah. But they served a purpose. And um, much like this, this class, they got me through a time. And uh, we are gotten through the last hour together as a group, uh, one hour in. As I'm sitting here, I'm realizing that there are some things that I didn't mention as tips, so I will save them um, for the next the next time we meet. And I probably will uh, repeat some things, but that's okay as well. Um, it's a lot to take in um, the first time, and it always helps to be reminded of these things. Again, it's it's more of an exercise in seeing. Um, than anything else. So, model, pat yourself on the back. Um, if you're into tea or coffee, please have a, a double. And if you're into alcohol, also have a double, because you did well. And for the drawer, I would say the same. Um, if you know the model, have it together. If you don't know the model, say goodbye to them. And if you yourself are the model, do all of the above, I guess, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah.
Okay, you've got two minutes. So get, you know, get that last shade in there. Get that, finish off that foot, um, finish off that hand. I've talked about those a lot today. Uh, get that eyebrow in there. Um, find the edges of that nose. God, that is hard. Find that nose. Again, anything with a lot of shadow, the shadow is helpful, but it makes it extremely, extremely uh, difficult for the novice and the expert. So, Okay, one minute to go. And... Um, as my voice fades out, um, the next show, which I'm not sure what is on the calendar tonight, will begin. Um, and uh, we will be in touch, as I said. I hope that you've enjoyed your time with me this evening. And I hope to see you when things reopen in color, no pun intended, in real life. Uh, at Epsilon. This has been Brandon Show for Epsilon this evening um, as they are working on something. I'm still not sure if I have noise pollution or not. But anyway, um, model, you are done now. And four, three, two, one, and bye, guys. <laughs>